Hello, this is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin. Johnny Tacos here with another exciting and informative origin stories. Today I have Sean from Behold the Beloved. And, uh, you know, I have to say, before I get my guest on, I have to say, it gives me goosebumps listening to this band play. And you know what? I want to, uh, before we get them going, let's, let's get them a nice... Let's give them the, 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 the nicer, the nicer intro. Let's play Playing With Fire. Now this spark is becoming a flame. Can you hear my cry? I just want to feel alive. All these selfish desires have got me playing with fire. Now this thing is reoccurring, but your love for me is burning. Brighter than the stars. All right, everybody give uh, Mr. Sean Green a round of applause. Let's see if I get the right button this time. Nope, not the, that is not the right button this time. Uh, you would think I would label these after this being uh, so experienced. We are experienced people here at the radio. Yeah, that, that one's for me. That one's for me, but this one's got to be it. I give up. I give up. I give up. What is up, Sean? What is up? How's it going, Johnny? Thank you for having me, bro. Hey, it's always a pleasure. And when I listen to your music, it kind of brings me back to like a 12 Stones kind of kind of vibe, which okay, uh, yeah. I love. I love 12 Stones. Yeah, I grew up listening to 12 Stones. They're cool dudes, man. Love it. And your vocals, man. Your vocals are, are a force to be reckoned. Just to let you know, I'm not tuning your horn. I'm not. I'm not giving you an ego boost. I'm no, just no, like, stop. No, keep it coming. Keep, keep it going. going. <laughs> I, I feed. I, I need, but not too much. Then you won't be able to get out of that vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving to see. Uh, we're up at uh, friends this weekend, just celebrating together, and uh, a lot of kids screaming in the house. So I said, I think I'll take myself outside. <laughs> 
I am so glad I am over the screaming kids. I do have a grandchild, but there okay. is no more screaming kids in the family yeah. at the moment. At the moment. So it's always blessed. So what is up? Um, how did the name Behold the Beloved come? I know the Beloved is our Christ. Yeah, yeah. And then that's that's really key. So, some people, when they hear our name, they almost think, because uh, sometimes we get people pronouncing it Beloved. Um, and at some point, we try to tell people, like, it's, it's Beloved. We're trying to bring, we're not saying Christ is beholding us. We're saying we are beholding Christ. Uh, he is our Beloved. And we want to give all focus to him. And that's how we got the name. Um, we started as a band, uh, basically just thrown together because another band was a family band splitting apart. And they had like one more contract to fulfill for uh, a show. Uh, so a bunch of us just got together to do that. And we really felt God saying, you know, hey, I have something for you guys. And I, I have a plan for you guys. So we stayed together. And we're like, well, we need to revamp everything. And we really wanted to create a band that took uh, as much eyes off of us as possible. And we figured that it starts with the name. You know, when people think of booking us or looking us at the card, we want them to think like this is a band who's truly putting focus on Christ uh, and not themselves. And it was a struggle because like band name is, I mean, that's key. Like that's, that's your name. Um, and you want to be cool. Like we had names like, what about like Crimson Tide or just something awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I, it's I think, one of those things. I think there's already a Crimson Tide um, See, band out there. Good thing we didn't do that. So, good thing we didn't do that. So yeah. And that's another thing. Like how many names are already taken? Even ones you think that wouldn't have been taken, but we came across, uh, we said, well, let's pray about it for a while. And I left band practice one night and I was like, I had this, well, first I had this song in my head. I am my beloved and he is mine, his banner. All this in my head, I'm like thinking, you know, if we could use the word, like if we could say behold in our name to use as the focus word. And so I talked to the guys about, like, well, why don't we just say that? Why don't we say behold the beloved? Like, let's just put all the focus just like that. He is our beloved. Let's just call it like it is behold the beloved. It has a cool ring to it. And at the time, you know, we were young. We're like, oh, we can put like cool little BTB logos, backwards B, all this stuff. And uh, that's just like semantics, whatever stuff you think about. But no, yeah, that, the name just came for that. We want to put all the focus and, and let people know why we're doing this. Everything we do and, and say on stage uh, is for Christ and it's for his glory and it's for his kingdom. And we started with the name. Yeah. And that, that's from Matthew three sixteen through seventeen, right? Yeah. So in Matthew three sixteen, uh, we we took that we adopted that because that is the first time when you know Jesus being baptized, and that's the first time where you see the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit mentioned in one place. Uh, and so that's kind of how we got our logo. You know, the dove descending, and then the triangle represents the Trinity. So we tried when we did this, and we started. We wanted to make sure. We did it right because uh, we know we could. We if we want to go far, we can't go far by ourselves. So, to really with our logo, with our name, uh, and just like a scripture verse behind everything, we wanted to make sure that we're we're giving it back to him. And where is Jeff, Jason, Tim, and Sheldon at? Are they hiding? Yeah, Jeff, Jason. So, uh, you know, we uh, we all there with five of us. First of all, to do an interview with five people is very hard. So we normally try to get two or three, but just uh, during this time, like, um, 
a lot of them are doing family vacations while it's our off season. So they're off somewhere else at the cabins or whatever. Or, uh, I think Sheldon's day is actually working. He works on Saturdays. So when we're not on the road, so, and Tim just started college. So he has college courses in the morning. So yeah, it's hard to get uh, at least two or three of us even together at a time right now. So I'm sorry, bro. You're just well, stuck. You, with you me know, know it, it's, I, I just feel sorry for them because they're not they're not going to have this fun interview. They're just gonna, yeah, they're, not they're gonna just doing so their work work, work and, and college <laughs> work. They're not here on the taco show talking about <laughs> Jesus Christ, which they should be here right now. So if y'all mm-hmm. listening, nah, 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 boo, boo. <laughs> Anyways, but, but Sean, you know, your voice, uh, the, the way that the, the music is played everything is is so on key um have you ever thought about you know because i know a lot of christian bands you know quote christian bands they end up going out um into the world and then they slowly fade away from the whole christian mantle uh have you uh, did y'all ever thought about that going actually going secular or or were you more comfortable here? Because I know that, that you know, people do a lot of this to get famous. Um, people do a lot of this for the money. Um, but there are, and unfortunately, there are so many great Christian bands that are like living paycheck to paycheck. And they are so, so gifted and, and talented. Um, you know, but they, they decide they're, they're not going to go there because that road always leads to something empty. Yeah. 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 So yeah, in our, unfortunately, I mean, I don't want to say unfortunate, but in our genre in Christian rock, it's, it's a, I would say it's one of those like struggling industries. Um, CCM, like all the radio stuff that is, if you want money, that's, that's where you go. Uh, Christian rock is one of those things. It's just, um, we, yeah, we, we stand by the word. We, we, we don't do this for fame or fortune. I mean, uh, I think the big names in our industry, yeah, unless you're the mega names like Skillet, even the bigger names like friends that we tour with uh, and, and do shows with like Disciples and stuff like that, they're still like not rich people. You know what I mean? Uh, have we ever thought of doing going secular? No. Uh, I know that we will always be open to do any festival or anywhere that God wants to take us and open a door, uh, whether it's a Christian festival or a secular festival that has rock music and they'll invite us. We'll, we'll go there because, you know, if God opens that door, we'll go. We can use what God has given us and to, like, speak his word over people who might not know who he is or turn away. Um, but we will never call ourselves uh, to go to a secular genre. Um, I, I also think our style of music wouldn't fit there. Our style of music is we are very lyrical-based um, band, which means all our lyrics are key and they're they're so biblical and so true for us to maybe thrive in a secular we would have to make gray areas in our music where you can think oh they're not talking about jesus they're talking about their girlfriend or something like that uh and we never want to do that we know that all our lyrics have to be crystal clear you know who we're talking about uh and you know why we're doing what we're doing so it would be nice to maybe make a little more but i mean that god's taking care of us as now so it is what it is, and we're just going to keep going through. As long as he keeps opening doors and supplying us with the finances to keep going, then we'll keep going because it's 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 a ministry. That's what we do. I mean, you go to church all the time. You got a pastor that's paid. You got the maybe worship leaders paid. We have a bunch of people working at a church. 
who don't get paid. It, it's the, it's a calling on their life. It's, it's a gift that God's given them that they're just pouring into that church. I feel like that's what we do. We have a calling on our life to pour into his church from stage at church venues at any venue. As long as God takes care of us and the finances to allow us to keep doing that, it doesn't, we don't need a certain number, an hourly rate, uh, so we can quit so many jobs and live in so nice houses or whatever. We're just, we'll keep going as long as God provides ways to keep it going. You know, I couldn't see that any better. Uh, because you're, you're doing it for, for the kingdom. You're building for the kingdom. And there is no amount of treasure on earth that can be a inch of what's in heaven. And I'm not yeah. talking about yeah. gold and monetary values such as the, the U.S. dollar. I'm talking about the feel, the treasure of family, of unity, of being a part of the body of Christ, which is ultimate honor that you can get after you pass on from here. But uh, yeah. I just yeah, want to say, you, God, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, God, God does some really cool things too for us. Like he does reward us. Um, not with like, sometimes if, if it's not finances, it's just with experiences. He rewards us with, us being to learn beside bands we never thought we'd play with. He rewards us in ways that we'll have a show that we might've done for super cheap or free. And he just shows up in a huge way and just blows our mind with the reaction or like, we just can't came off tour. And I remember one of the shows we was saying, um, we do, we did, we do a cover of tremble. And, and once we started the song to hear everybody in that room, that song with us it like it grabs your heart it's like okay like god is in this place and he's touching each person here whether they know him or not some people here just know the songs some people don't but they're witnessing all this uh he wrote us in ways that isn't financial but just in the, uh, great experiences uh y'all y'all are very veteran oriented that uh, y'all y'all care about the veterans is, is that correct because I think you did a you did a concert for oh, yeah, veterans, we, right? Uh, I think we might have been at a show that was uh, geared towards veterans, and we just played at it. Uh, we didn't put on a veteran show, but we're always for veterans. We're for you know anybody who serves our country, of, of course. I mean that they that sacrifice in its own, and we thank all the veterans for that. Yeah, um, what what's really cool is. Um, uh, you know, is is the way your your beat is it's energized. You know, it's you know you put on a great show and and it shows that how much you love Jesus and how much you centered this whole uh, music journey around Jesus. But uh, have y'all have you? I'm going to ask you a personal question. Have you always been a Christian? Oh no. No, uh, out of our band, I am the um, black sheep. <laughs> I, I am the oddball. There's a, you know, I know they're not here, but I'll, I'll just, and I won't speak for them, but I'll kind of tell you what, what, what we, what I can is like three, three of the guys in our band uh, are drummer and our two guitar players. They all go to the same church. Uh, they grew up with like a very conservative Mennonite background, um, but not like very strict. But um, yeah, so they they grew up in church. Um, Tim, our bass player, I knew him uh, when he was, oh man, I don't even know how long, but yeah, I would say he grew up in the church as well. Um, I am the one that did not grow up in the church. 
I'm, I'm from Canada. Um, and I wasn't really, I don't even remember seeing a church. I don't even know what a church was until I moved here when I was like six or seven. Um, and yeah, I, I grew up in going to school, just trying to make friends, whatever I could do. And, uh, and doing that, you know, I got into drugs and alcohol, um, parties, all that kind of thing. And you know, I dabbled in, I dabbled in fires and, uh, and, you know, the enemy really took hold of my life and, and I saw some bad things happen. Uh, I've been in a lot of trouble in my life and it wasn't until, you know, God put certain friends in my way, in my path to be like, Hey, why don't you come on this trip with us? And we're going to like this conference. Um, and, and then I started going to that church and getting involved in a group, a youth group that really changed my life. And I, you know, parts of my story before that is I've been to like a youth center and that's who, how I found out who Christ was. Um, but you know, when you go to a youth center and you go to play games, you get to hear about Jesus for 20 minutes in the basement. Then you go back up and play games in the gym. Um, I accepted Christ there cause I wanted that father figure in my life, but you know, young, you go back to school throughout the week. You just do stupid stuff. Uh, it didn't really take hold of my life until later when I found an actual youth group and an actual group of people who were running after Jesus. And I saw that and I wanted that joy and I wanted to do that in my own life. So I am the one who did not grow up with that kind of church background. So I had to find my way the hard way. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I just did a interview, uh, not an interview, but I did a taco talk, which is a taco talk. It's my more, uh, Christ centered, uh, interview, not an interview, but a, a talk show where I talk to a, a guest, uh, a pastor, or or someone of that nature, and we talked about the how people feel that they're irredeemable because of the things that they have done, and we went on with an hour on it, which uh, I just published the episode earlier uh, this week. Uh, it just shows that it doesn't matter what your life was before you came back to Christ. It, it is it's about the the journey about how how you start seeing in the in the background that Christ was slowly uh, talking to you coming into your life um, you know gently like a gentle wind um, well we all know that the enemy comes in like a storm uh, you know you see so many people doing that um, squirrel moment. Every time something explodes, and that, and a lot of times it's the enemy moving your concentration from God to something else. Like, like, look, there's a shiny object right here. There's a shiny object. It's pretty. Look, stare at it. Stare. So, but um, you know, it, um, it's an awesome that it's an awesome thing yeah. to hear people when they they make their way back to Jesus and how it it it. it boosted up their life yeah i feel like when when people say you know why does god let bad things happen to good people why did why did god let this happen to me it's always like it's because he's he's building you're helping you build your testimony he is he knows uh he will help you through it um and what he's doing is he's preparing you for great things to use you in mighty ways in the future like if, he, if you're going through something uh if he doesn't allow you to go through it and build yourself and he just takes it away. You're not building a testimony of his power and his love to then share 
later in life to help so many other people come to know him. I mean, if you're going through stuff, it's because God wants to use you in incredible ways down the line. Yeah, that is, that is so true. Um, so are you, um, are you like a, a, a youth leader or a pastor in, at your church? I am. I've, I've grown up going to some years and cultures. I've been, I've been a youth pastor uh, for, I think I was a youth pastor for two years at a church. I've been a worship leader, a uh, director at a lot of churches. Um, and and uh, right now at the current church I'm at, I'm just one of, one of the worship leaders who is there when I can be there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be there for a month or two and then I'm gone for six or eight. So, uh, But I, I help as much as I can for my church. So where where is uh, Behold the Beloved? Where, where are y'all based out of? Yeah, we're based out of, uh, we like to tell people we're based out of Mannheim, Pennsylvania, just because that's where I live. Um, that's, uh, where we used to have our practices. It's kind of our hub spot. It's, it's a grander scale would be Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, which is about an hour away from Philly. And, um, you know, all of us are relatively close to each other. Um, I know Jeff and Jay's about 20 minutes, 25 minutes for me. Tim is 25 minutes for me and uh, Sean's about 30 minutes. So we're like in a circle when we all need to meet, we're all all but one is probably traveling a good 25, 30 minutes to get together. So we're very blessed in that because there's a lot of bands who don't live in the same state and you got to do audio recordings and, and um, zoom calls to keep in touch, to practice, to record. Uh, and we are blessed to be able to just meet weekly to practice together in person. So I feel like that has also helped us kind of, I, I mean, we've been a band for many years, but I feel like this, this past three to four years is when, doors started swinging open when we decided, Hey, we're really going to run hard at this. And I feel like we've climbed as quick as we have in notoriety because we are able to meet weekly together to practice and, and to be on point and, uh, and continue to just roll with, with whatever God brings our way. So, um, you're saying you're, you're, you're being blessed. What, uh, what bands were you so honored to play with? What are some of your favorite bands to play with? And, and and don't worry, yeah. nobody will get jealous here. Yeah, so, uh, like, I would say, like, yeah, four years ago, when we started, uh, we released, I mean, it hasn't been four, it's been three, three or four years ago, when we released our first full record, Saints Were White, um, we did a release show in our hometown at a very big venue that a lot of bands know about uh, called the Junction Center. And we did it with Disciple. Um, all of us grew up listening to Disciple. I love Disciple I, and I love Kevin's heart. And I've kind of adapted part of what Kevin does on stage uh, to our own sets. Uh, and I've talked to him about it. I mean, he has inspired me to be able to preach from the stage. I mean, we, we have a platform and God gives us words to just go with it. And um, so playing with disciple that first time. And now we've played with them so many other times. Uh, we've grown friendships with those guys. We love those guys. Uh, other bands that we've played with that we enjoy them on and off the stage has been the protest, uh, chaotic resemblance, relentless flood, uh, seven day slumber. So those are some key guys, key bands right there who have, we've done shows with, but also have really spoken into us. Um, 
and helped us along the way, learning different parts of the business. Uh, just music, writing, recording, all that kind of stuff. I really, like, I really love this community just because it's not a competition. It's not bands trying to beat, uh, beat you out for the next show or the next festival. It's, it's really a community of bands that if we do good and we thrive, then they thrive. And if they thrive, then the band above them, you know, we all look out for each other. We all want to succeed because our goal, like, I, like we said in the beginning, we don't get paid a lot. So our main goal is to get God's word out and to help people who are struggling, um, who are going through hard times. And, you know, I feel like rock is one of those genres. Like if you're going through stuff, like it's that rock in the secular version is very. Chords of the use and the way that lyrics is really grab emotions and bring out sadness, bring out anger, bring out energy. Uh, and what we're trying to do with that in Christian rock is like, we're trying to take those people who are really hurting, um, maybe not know who Christ is and write music of hope and encouragement and letting them out. There is a God that loves them no matter what they've been through, no matter what they're going through. Like you, you're not unredeemable. Like God loves you the way you are and wants to help grow you and, and fill you with joy and hope and, and peace and all that stuff. And, you know, and you also want to have a good time doing it. You want to, oh. Because, such a good time <laughs> because uh you know i am actually interviewing disciple in may um nice they're coming to fort worth for i think it's an acoustic um acoustic show i have to double check okay. uh, i know finding hope festival had um asked them to come out and i'm kind of i'm a part of the finding hope festivals and we're going to be taking awesome. taking care of um that interview and i know it's going to be a great interview especially it's going to be inside of a church so you know it's just going to be awesome to to watch to watch them play as well as having an awesome uh face-to-face -face interview um, yeah they're they are they are cool dudes like they're not just blowing smoke it's not just on stage that off stage they're genuine great guys who, who really love the lord and love love people uh and we also like on our last on our newest record we had the awesome privilege to have kevin sing on on our song come alive which was our first single and man he crushed it and he, yeah him and josiah and, and all those guys are they're really cool so you'll have a good time yeah, and also when you mentioned Chaotic Resemblance, I had them on the show earlier this year, a uh, bunch of great guys. They were actually on, in a truck talking to me like like we're talking, you're, you're in your, you're in your uh, Batmobile. Um, and it was funny because they were, they were kind of broke down on the side of the road. Uh, and they were, they were doing some work, so they were all like, had like, I guess paint on their faces and stuff like that, but it was it wasn't intentional paint. It was work workman's paint, and yeah. um, you know, it, it was just awesome that they took a time out of their busy schedule. As I know that you have a busy schedule too, uh, you know, you're you're with family right now, and you know, it's a blessing being around family and just having it's it's a it's a great season for to rekindle yeah. those flames that. The, that you need to for your family um it's mm -hmm. it's awesome work that you do you know you're doing god's work so of course it's awesome um is there anything coming up any kind of upcoming shows 
Yeah, so we we just finished uh, our last show two weeks ago for 2022. Um, The way we kind of have our schedule set up is we try to jam-pack what we can from March till um, October. Uh, And then we take the next two to three months to, like I said, just kind of be with family uh, on the weekends more like, cause we were never really around them on the weekends. So just being home, being present, um, relaxing, taking vacations if we can. And, uh, but we're not, not working. Uh, we're still getting together, doing things. We're making sure we stay fresh. Um, we're promoting things and we're working on new things. So currently, um, we, uh, have set to release a new song in January uh, it's a song that was set to be on the last record. And uh, because of COVID and shutting the whole world down even longer than two weeks, um, we took that extra time to keep writing for this record. And I gave us new songs like Shock the Water uh, and um, to be added to the album. So we had to, we wanted to keep it at 10, so one had to go. So it's not that it's a bad song. Uh, it's just with the flow of all it didn't fit with this record. Um, so we were going to save it for the next record, but we said, you know what, why don't we, why don't we just release it as a single, give some content, um, in January to start off the new year. So silver and gold is the name of the song. It'll be out in January, um, uh, for all to hear. And, uh, and currently we're in studio right now, uh, this month and next month. Uh, and we're taking six songs from this past No Surrender record, and we are turning them into an acoustic orchestra EP. So that'll be really cool to hear. Uh, we've been doing a lot of acoustic shows this year, uh, more than we've ever done. Um, and so we've been able to do our songs in acoustic form, and a lot of people have enjoyed it. So we said, why not give the people some more content before something to fill the gap from this last record to the next one? Uh, so that will be releasing... year sometime and then the final not yet um uh, but it's not a secret because we've told people that we may be doing this um we are in the midst right now working on multiple content uh to launch a patreon sometime next year so that we've been busy when we're not busy <laughs> so we're <laughs> home with family but we're so busy getting stuff geared up ready to go for next year uh, as far as show wise we will be on tour with some friends in March and I'm not allowed to say who yet. <laughs> what well, is it? Is it taking you through Dallas by any chance? I got word yesterday that we will be in Mississippi and that there are shows looking like we will be traveling through Texas and Oklahoma. So well, That's you, all I know. <laughs> you, you have my personal phone number. If you don't, I'll email it to you. You gotta let me know when y'all come through because, uh, you know, I'd like to see y'all in, y'all in person. All right, I will. I'll, I will let you know the details and uh, get you the contact info, and we can see maybe we can make something happen or. You can hook us up with somebody who has a venue or, or something that can maybe bring us in. Well, I'm working on an amphitheater. Um, I'm working on a metal revival uh, coming up this year. And I have a couple of backers 
but uh, I'm trying to find the right place. I want somewhere where people are going to be walking around. Um, I don't want it just somewhere where only the people that came could hear it. I want everybody to be able to hear it. Um, That's cool, yeah. And I'm from Waxahachie, and our amphitheater is actually two blocks away from downtown Waxahachie. And during the day, there's so many many crowds that go through there. I'm thinking it's a perfect place to to bring people over the loss back to the to the herd you know yeah that's awesome we did we did a show we've done it twice now um but we did a show in port allegheny pennsylvania where they set up uh vendors and a stage in the middle of their main street downtown park and basically it's surrounded by three bars but people like it's it's a small town so everybody has to go through there when they're driving anywhere or walking anywhere and we got to play two nights there uh and we had some cool moments where some guys were like coming out of the bars because they heard music to come over see what's going on we got to chat with them so that's always cool when you can do a show that is in the center point of when people have to drive through or walk by uh because then they all they have to do is catch a little little listen of what's going on to wander over and then their lives could be changed you know, uh, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I might have to reach out to you and see if uh, if y'all coming down this way. Maybe we can get you get you playing that night or day. I haven't just. I want to make it a daytime thing because I'm getting old, and my my bedtime is about seven thirty, eight o'clock. Um, not discussing my age. My birthday was just two days ago. So, uh, but anyways, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. We ran out of time. Um, God bless you and God bless the rest of the four that couldn't make it over here to the show, which uh, hopefully, you know, if if I see y'all, maybe we can get a quick word uh, with everybody on. Um, I want to thank all the new listeners that wanted to hear Sean's lovely voice. Um, You didn't come here by mistake. Um, You might have thought, hey, Johnny Tacos is a recipe show. Uh, the only food I give is the nourishment of Jesus Christ through myself and through the testimonies of my guests, as well as our comedic banter, uh, which uh, I'm a little dry today because I've been moving stuff around in my studio. But <laughs> you are welcome here. Thank you for coming on and listening to all my diehard listeners. And you know who you are because you riddle my Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Thank you for showing the support and love and keep me going through here because there have been times when I'm like, I don't know, Lord, if I'm doing this for you or for myself, but I want to keep doing it for you. And I've heard so many people saying, man, I I've hear the Lord speak when you talk and he comes out through you on, on certain points, certain points of, of the conversations. And that right there just gave me a nod to say, Hey, this is for you, Lord. I, I keep going. I keep, keep moving forward. And without the, uh, without people telling me, Hey, you're doing a great job. I would have thought that, um, I was wasting my time. Uh, I do appreciate y'all. Y'all are 
so awesome uh, as we get closer to the end of the season. Don't forget, I have a Christmas special, December 10th. It's going to be on Facebook Live, where you get to see me, you get to see Filthy Rich, you get to see uh, my buddy John Coffee Man Douglas from Glory to Glory, and you get to see Mr. Paul Santos, the rapping fool. Uh, I get to say that because I'm friends with him. Um, get to see that December 10th. Uh, maybe we can get a couple of the bands that I've interviewed over to give a quick call because it is going to be a two-hour special, and it's going to be live. And I have phone numbers, so I maybe I'll prank call some of these bands and get them on the line to say something awesome. So uh, without... Any more hesitation, I have to say goodbye. My dogs are barking, and I'm not talking about my feet. Um, God bless you. God keep you. Oh, by the way, you can get merchandise from Behold the Beloved at, uh, there is a website. I know that website. It is BeholdTheBelovedMusic.com. That's where you can meet the band, uh, go to the store, buy, uh, get you a trucker hat. The trucker hats look pretty cool. As well as listen to samples of their music, couple of videos, and links to go see them, uh, their YouTube, their Facebook, everything there. So also it does show events that are coming up. So I'm pretty Pretty stoked about listening to more music after I get off of here. But there is one song. There is one song I want to take us out with. And if you don't mind, if I can do that. Can I do trenches? Let's rock and roll. God bless you. Don't have yourself a good day. Have yourself a great day, sir. Take care. Thank you.